0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church Devotional Podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everybody, welcome to the Healing Place Church Daily Devotional Podcast. We are walking through the book of Acts and we are in Acts chapter 17 today. It's a really unique story and I love the story of Apostle Paul going to the city of Athens, and ministering in a unique way. Let's check it out. In Acts chapter 17, verse 22, it says this. So Paul, standing before the council, addressed them as follows. Men of Athens, I know that you are very religious in every way. For as I was walking along, I saw your many shrines. And one of your altars had this inscription on it, to an unknown God. This God, whom you worship without knowing, is the one that I'm telling you about. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples, and human hands cannot serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies need need. And this is so cool. I saw two things whenever I read this. First, I want to talk about the unknown god, but then I want to talk about the god who wants to know you. So the unknown god and the god that wants to know you. So let's talk about the unknown god. So what's going on here? So the apostle Paul, he's he's traveling on his missionary journeys and he's he's going to the synagogues, which were the local Jewish gatherings in all of these cities. So he goes to the city of Athens. And Athens it was an important city. It was a powerful city. It was really important during the time uh, of the Greek empire, but now they're living in the Roman empire and it's really become the hub or the center of all the intellectual thinkers in the world. It basically was the, the equivalent of like a Harvard or a Yale. It's where everybody who thought about philosophy and life and had opinions on things would gather together and they would have these public forums and they would debate and they would talk through things. and so. Paul goes to the synagogue in the city of Athens, and he's preaching Jesus. He's preaching that Jesus has risen from the dead, and this gets the attention of all the philosophers. And so they actually extend an invitation to Paul, and they're like, look, why don't you come and present to us this whole thing about this guy, Jesus, and the raising of the dead? What's all this about? Well, as Paul's walking through the city, he's just seeing shrines everywhere. There's just, there's just these monuments to all these gods. And he notices this one particular shrine says, to the unknown God. And so what happens is, is that the city of Athens is so big into the worship of all of the gods that they're afraid they might have just missed one you know, there's a God here, there's a God there, there's a God everywhere. And maybe, just maybe, there's one that we miss, and we don't want to offend that God. We don't want to dishonor that God. So we're going to put up a, a statue to the unknown God. And, you know, I really, one, I just think this teaches us something about the heart of humanity. You know, there's something inside all of us that longs to worship something greater than ourselves. You know, even in our most prideful states and the states that we feel the most puffed up, we still know that there is more out there than just us, that there is something greater. And so all of us are looking to pour our worship or our energy, our affection, our attention into something that is greater than us, that's more powerful than us, and that will outlast us. And so this is the situation that Paul is walking into. And so these these Athenians, they are all about the unknown God. But now Paul comes in and he says, look, I want to tell you about the God you don't know. And it's so interesting. He's going to use this statue. He's like, look, guys, as I was walking through the city, I could tell you guys are super religious because you have shrines everywhere. And I noticed there was one to the unknown God because in your hearts, you fear as though you have missed the one God In all of the pantheon, let me tell you something. You have missed the one God. Let me tell you about him. And look what he says. He says four unique things about the God of the Bible, about Yahweh. He says, one, he is the creator. It says he is the God who made the world and everything in it. There wasn't a bunch of gods and some gods made water and some gods made land and some gods made food and some made sky. He's saying he's the God over all of it. He made everything. So he tells him he's the creator, but then he says, look, he is self-sufficient and has no need. This is so important, especially for the Greek understanding, because they, they all think that, hey, we exist to serve these gods. These gods have all these needs, and we come to worship them because they are needy. And he's saying, look, let me tell you about the gods you missed. He's not needy. He doesn't need anything from you. He doesn't need you to build a temple. He doesn't need you to build a shrine. He's not emotionally needy. He's not physically needy. There's nothing that your hands can do that will actually contribute to him. He is so supreme and self-sufficient. So he says he's the creator. He's self-sufficient, but he's the giver of life. That life exists because the God of the Bible Yahweh has decided to breathe his life into humanity, but I like how Paul ends it. He says, not only is he the creator, not only does he uh, have complete self-sufficiency, not only is he giving life, but he's the one who can satisfy our needs. This is so important because only Jesus can satisfy our souls you know, the Greeks, the way that they understood the gods. And you can go back and study Greek culture and you can study the Greek pantheon and all of the different gods. Those gods were very apathetic. They were living their own lives and having their own sagas up in the mountains, up in the heavens, and they weren't really involved with what was going on with humanity. And so for humans to even uh, interact with them, they had to go above and beyond and show them super honor. And they were really insecure gods, and they needed the worship of man, and they didn't really care for the well-being of men. Well, here Paul is saying, not the God I serve. You see, you have an unknown God, but I want to tell you about a God who wants to know you? There's a God out there. He's created you, He's given you breath. He needs nothing from you, but He wants everything for you. He wants to satisfy your souls. You know, this is an amazing uh, evangel- evangelistic strategy from Paul because he's taking something, he's meeting them where they're at. He doesn't come in and address them as though they were a Jewish audience. He comes in and he knows that they're Greek and he addresses them in a Greek way. And you know, I think it speaks so much to us and how we approach people with the gospel. We have to meet people where they are. But the most important thing that we can do is introduce them to a God who wants to know them. So what's our application for today? Well, I think it's just two simple questions. The first one is this, who are you worshiping today? See, every single day, you have this tank, this worship tank that you have to empty, and you're going to pour your affection. You're going to pour, uh, pour out your adoration. You're going to pour out all of your heart onto something or someone, but there's only one who is worthy of your praise, and that's Jesus. So who, who are you worshiping today? And the second thing is, how are you sharing Jesus with people? How are you sharing Jesus with people? You know, Paul was always looking for an opportunity. You know, he traveled to Athens to speak to the Jews there in the synagogue, but then God opened a door for him to speak to the Greeks, and he did. He took that door. So how are you sharing Jesus today? There are open doors today. Maybe it's at your office. Maybe it's with your family. Maybe with some friends. Maybe it's a text conversation. There are open doors for you to share your faith today. And how are you doing that is the challenge. And we should take Paul as a good example that we should always share our faith and we should meet people right where they are, but always be pointing them to Jesus. Let's pray. God, we thank you that, um, Lord, we didn't even know you. We didn't know you at all, but you knew us and you chose us. And you chose to reveal your goodness to us. You you created us. You've given us life. You need nothing from us but you are the only one who satisfies. There's nothing in this world that satisfies our needs except for you. And Jesus, I pray for everybody watching today and everybody listening on the podcast that they would sense the desire in your heart to know them better. They would feel the calling of heaven that calls them into a deeper relationship with you today. You are the God who wants to be known. God, we wanna honor you today and we wanna worship you in Jesus' name, amen.